tremendous looking trophy. Well, the number one PlayStation podcast in the Oceanias. My name's Don Blunt. Joining me, as always, Ashley Helper. Hey, John. Excited to be here and excited that my investment into a PlayStation 5 is finally starting to pay off. You gonna sell Increasing yours? in value. You gonna sell yours and buy another one? I mean, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, you know. um, it's like collectors, you know, people like, um, oh man, I've been open this pop final. Shit. You gonna sell it? Nah. Take it out. It's wor- it is worth more. Just take it out, bro. Just take it out. Put it on the shelf. Do you keep yours in the boxes? The pop vinyls? Mm. Most of them? You fucking yeah. nerd. Get the fuck out of here. Why would you do that? They're easier to display in the box. But you can't even see them all in the box. You can. No, you can't. You can. You can't see the back, but the backs are pretty boring. That's disgusting. <laughs> Absolutely fucking despicable. All right, uh, this week on the show... Let us know in the comments which ones. <laughs> <laughs> a platinum for news happening, even though we're recording on a Monday. Love that for us. Um, yeah. Let's get into it. So firstly... The, I mean, that's just foreshadowing even more news coming. Yeah, Santa Plays getting announced tomorrow. Tuesday. Fuck yeah. Let's get announced tomorrow morning. Love that for us. Uh, what happened last week where it was just like straight away? PSVR. They... Tweeted out that random tweet. PSVR coming twenty early twenty twenty three. Oh, that's right. Yeah. PSVR two, and then there was no other news until they said, "Hey, it's going to be a Tokyo Game Show this year." Mm. So that's cool. All right, welcome in Service Game Studios Plus, expanding our community. Writes the PlayStation blog, Herman Holsty over here. Hello, PlayStation Nation. Today, we announced that we've entered into a definitive agreement to acquire Savage Game Studios, a hugely talented team of creators with many years of experience making some of the most popular mobile games enjoyed by players around the world. They were founded a few years ago with the goal of fearlessly exploring bold new ideas. We share their tireless ambition to innovate, along with a continued drive to expand our audience and bring PlayStation to more people than ever before, making them a perfect fit to join PlayStation Studios. Um, then he, there's on the blog, you can read the whole thing where the, the Mikhail, Mikhail Katkov CEO, uh, talks about that. Um, I'll find out Um, where are we? Blah, 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 blah. Here we go. Our mobile gaming efforts will be similarly addictive, providing more ways for people to engage with our content and striving to reach new audiences unfamiliar with PlayStation and our games. Savage Game Studios is joining a newly created PlayStation Studios mobile division, which will operate independently from our console development and focus on innovative, on-the-go experiences based on new and existing PlayStation IP. So uh, we've been talking, I feel, for ages about PlayStation's uh, moving of the chess pieces towards making uh, mobile gaming a success over at PlayStation's side. Uh, Savage Game Studios has like one game under their belt. I presume with years, they just must have, must have a bunch of people there that I'm just not aware of. Okay, like. so uh, in January of last year, they raised $4.4 billion to create their two gaming studios. Uh, so Katkov is the founder of the popular destructive fun blog and podcast, and the founding team includes seasoned gaming veterans from Rockstar, Wargaming, Rovio, and Next Game. Uh, the team had 10 employees at the time. The first title was a, or is a shooter game for mobile devices. 
Uh, I think somewhere the company sees an opening for a new type of free-to-play shooter experience dubbed a cooperative player versus environment looter shooter. Yeah. So I don't know if that actually came out because, you know, mm. I went to the Savage Games website and there's so like no listing for an actual nothing, game. So <laughs> Yeah. It's like, hey, join our team. Maybe there's going to be a bit more interest <laughs> now. Um, the reaction to this news has been interesting. Uh, as with anything mobile gaming, people who don't care about mobile games either just turn off or um, the other side is a bunch of people acting like, uh, this is a terrible decision for Sony, you should have bought, bought a real studio, etc., etc., etc. Of course, the answer is all these people are wrong, though, because mobile gaming... Even if you don't care it's about massive. it, is massive. Um, as a business, Sony not pushing into mobile, the mobile gaming space, uh, is going to be a very poor business decision. Uh, the fact Nintendo pushed into it several years ago and has slowly started like putting out more successful stuff there, be it the Pokemon Go partnership with Niantic, be it the Mario Kart game, etc., the Pikmin thing they're trying to do, Niantic, whatever else. Like, yep. Definitely as a company, they and Nintendo is usually one who doesn't try new things, but they were like sort of early. To, to recognize that. Yeah. Um, I feel like for people who, who don't try or play many mobile games, there's still the stigma of Candy Crush, I guess, or just Vaporware, all that sort of stuff. That's not what, when, when every time they talk, PlayStation talks about this mobile division or like the, the effort they want to put into it stuff, it sounds like they want to build proper, Proper, quote unquote, proper games, right? Not, not, uh, microtransaction field bullshit. You know, I'm sure there probably will be microtransactions, especially if the games are free to play. Um, that's the, and uh, like, again, there's nothing wrong with microtransactions, I don't think, if done correctly. But yeah, I feel like if they can build upon, some of PlayStation's most successful IP, and don't try and bring something like Horizon to mobile in a shitty port or some weird card spin-off game or something, but actually something like set within that uh, world. Give us the uh, whatever game it was called. You don't even remember what's Give called. Give us a mobile version. <laughs> You're so excited for it. You don't it's probably remember. not a good sign. That I can't remember yeah, the name of the yeah, game, but yeah. yeah. Give us that. You lost you you, mobile. You can't make this joke unless you win the game. Come on. Um, yeah, I think this is all. I think this is all good news for Sony. I think it's a it's a good direction to take the company. I feel like buying some studios to uh, to focus on console based gaming and stuff. But the thing is, they're being really smart. Like, look at all their recent purchases. They've brought some stuff like uh, Bungie and whatever else. Like, that's a core cool gaming mm-hmm. company. Um, and then they buy someone like Nixus. That's a all they're doing is porting to PC. So now they're expanding more into that PC market. And now they're deciding to buy places like this, uh, Savage Game Studios who to push into mobile. Like they're, they're literally covering all, all their bases. You know, they obviously yeah. put money into Epic. Uh, you know, they've got, I believe they bought another support studio was one of the more recent purchases. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're just making smart decisions for, the wider landscape. And I feel like the most important thing people need to remember about mobile gaming is it isn't necessarily massive in the West, but is massive in the East. Uh, you know, in the Asian market is like up there. Big, with bigger than anything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So why wouldn't that Sony, a Japanese company, <laughs> want to like get a piece of that pie? Mm. You know, what this really does is it like shoots any hope of a Vita two in the, the in the head. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't, I think a Vita two is long, long dead, uh, long dead. But you know, this is the last. Vita means life, but also life eventually ends and stay, and you'd stay dead. Part of life is death. Yeah. You know? And you get buried and you don't come back, right? Unless. No. We don't, but PlayStation doesn't believe in reincarnation. No. They're not Catholic. Just remakes, not reincarnation. Remakes, not reincarnation. That's right. So. And I mean, look, if they, if they expand into, if you look at like, Xbox, Microsoft, they don't need to make a handheld console and they're not, not going to. What they've done is they've gone, well, let's make the technology and the platform so everyone's phone becomes our, our handheld thing. Mm. And really, Sony can follow suit with that if they want as well. Like, yeah, they can have good quality mobile games that you download from the App Store and stuff. And they can build upon their cloud streaming stuff so you can play your console games through a cloud service. To your phone, yeah. So... There's really no need for a Vita as much as yeah, people want one. Yeah, like that's a it's the a very hard small trick. minority want some. Yep. I say this as someone who loved the Vita, but like as, as the yeah. as the technology grow and it's hard to say because in Australia we obviously don't have the cloud stuff, but I believe we will be getting it one day. Come on, Adelaide. Um, the uh, <laughs> <laughs> come on internet. Come on. Um, we will be getting all that one day, and when we do, it's not like. We won't need the Vita. Like, you'll yep. be on your lunch break at work, right? You pull out your phone. You you plug it into your what came out the other week? What the fuck's that company called? Whatever you know that the the handheld controller thing. They the backbone. Out, the backbone. You pull out your backbone, official DualSense backbone thing. Put your phone into it. You hook up. You using the five G. You play half an hour of Horizon side quests. Off you go. Like, why would you don't need a Vita? You know what I mean? Like, at that point, it doesn't matter. Like, that's the future. People don't love it, but that's the future. And if you don't want to do that and you want to play something a bit more simpler, you'll have the App Store and you'll download whatever the fuck Savage Game Studios is making. Some easier, uh, easier Some to easy digest. Shooter on your mobile phone. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so that's acquisition. Uh, what else we got here? Not this. What the fuck am I open here? Get the hell out of here. I didn't ask for you. What is this, actually? Oh. No, I'm good. All right. Keep it here. Keep it live, everyone. Uh, Press Start writes, another new PS5 model is releasing very soon. We should allow for faster console production. So, it's been revealed by Japanese retailers that Sony released a third PS5 model in the coming weeks with the new CFI dash one two zero zero model set to launch in japan on september 15th the same day as the price hike in japan <laughs> we don't have concrete information about what's new model will add change but it's been speculated that an upcoming ps5 model will use the amd 6nm chipset this because this is a newer chip its availability should be a lot better and will also need to produce ps5 consoles at a much faster rate even though the chipset is quite different to the custom 7mm AMD CPU already in the PS5, it's not expected that there'll be any major performance changes Changes with Sony making the change purely for production efficiency. Uh, and then Prestar did update this story, saying Australia is once again the first country to get the 2022 PS5 console revision. Um, 
and it's been seen in a lot of people have already picked it up. So uh, at the moment, there you go. You can buy PS fives. That's what we're hearing. Uh, so they in their follow up story they said they've been able to identify. The new unit, the CFI 1202B, which is the digital version, and the 1202A disc version, which were purchased from EB Games, Harvey Norman, and JB Hi-Fi in the last week. The only immediate difference between this and the 2020 model that we can work out from both product manuals is the weight, which has gone down by a similar jump to the 2021 model, which obviously results in different parts slash internals. Uh, the digital PS5 is 3.4 kilos less. The disc one is 3.9 kilos less. So, and the fun fact is this now means that the new model of the disc PS5 now weighs what the digital PS5 did at launch. So there's your fun fact. Uh, for their, Incredible. They got rid of an entire disc drive. Yeah. Um, otherwise, nothing Wait. changed. No. You should hopefully be able to get more. You just have to pay 50 bucks more. <laughs> the price you pay of actually get, being able to get stock. You know mm. what I mean? You because I'm sure a certain amount of that increases like the newer chip even though you know they're pretty much the same it's like they're going to pack it up a little bit because of the shortages and that kind of stuff so Have, now <laughs> we touched on this on arcade couch but yes go Place listen it, to that yeah, how, listen uh, angry kieran got kieran gets very angry <laughs> now it's been a little bit longer um ps5 price hike of course if someone's listening somehow doesn't know awkward moment for you but ps5 has gone up <laughs> if, if you're gone listening up, and you haven't bought one you haven't bought one been yet. waiting PlayStation 5 has gone up 50 bucks. Um, but, but, yeah. So, you you think 50 bucks increase, but hopefully be able to get more, and do you think that's a fair trade-off for the public? I think that is a fair trade-off. Do you reckon? With the inflation the way it is, and, like, certain things, like, going up crazy amounts, it's like, that isn't too much of a... Like, what is that? Uh, less than... Just a couple percent increase, like I don't know that off the top of my head. <laughs> I'm bad at maps. Don't ask me this question. Uh, yeah, that's gonna fuck me. But yeah, two point two percent. It's it's not a crazy in- percentage increase. Um, yeah, I don't think it's too much to ask. Okay. And if it means there'll be more PS fives in stores for Christmas, I think you know. I don't think you're going to care in 12 months when you're playing all the games that you wanted on your PS5 that you had to pay an extra 50 bucks for the console. Two years in. You know what I mean? It's sort of an unheard of. If you've been waiting for two years and the only way you can get it now is an extra $50, that's a small price to pay, in my opinion. And you also you had your chance to get it for cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell. I was like, "There's one more thought I can see." It come coming. on, come on. You had, you know, you you could have tried harder to get one. Is all we're saying. Is all me and Dylan are definitely saying to everybody who's listening who has not gotten a PS5 who wanted one. You haven't been trying hard enough. That's what Dylan Blight and Ashley have said. I feel like I haven't really said anything for the last minute, and that was all you, but. I'm just pulling that from previous podcasts. You can't take something I said in a previous podcast and apply it to this yep. scenario. It's called a quote. <laughs> that's not a quote. <laughs> I think that's not how quotes work at all. I think that's the complete opposite of how quotes work. What are you, fucking um, Sky News over here? Jesus Christ. 
Like a Murdoch media Ashley Hobley. Okay, do you think people have had a chance to be at the PS5 and it's their fault if they haven't got one now and have to pay an extra $50? I don't like the price hike. I've, I've covered this on the okay, Couch. I, uh... That's because you're a, you're a communist and want everything to be free. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like. I understand the economics, but I, as I said, I um, I think it sucks for the people who had potentially saved up or were saving and had a goal of seven fifty a month, and suddenly it's it's gone up fifty bucks. I think that sucks. I don't. I think that's that's just. I understand it's how it is, and hopefully those sorts of people in in those scenarios can accept it is how it is, not not get too annoyed and save that extra fifty. But as I said, for some people who aren't as fortunate, that extra fifty bucks is going to take that. That could be months of extra. Extra work, extra yard mowing, you know? I don't know. Mm. Extra snow shoveling, extra babysitting work. Just sell some stuff, I don't know. Do you have, you know, trade in your PS4? What do they have? Do they accept, still accept PS4s? No, I, know. <laughs> I know you can't buy a PS4s. There's bad as hard to get a PS5. Just try it in your Xbox Series X. You? You're assuming they've got a Series X. Not- <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'm going to go with in this crazy scenario. And I say this, yeah, as someone with two in my room. So it'd be, it'd be very well, hard. What do the boomers say? Just stop having all your avocado and toast, yeah. you know, and then you'll be able to pay your extra $50 for your PS5. Bloody millennials. Yeah. Avocado and toast is good, though. It is. <laughs> Stop having your coffees. It's, it's 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 so good, but now they're literally everywhere. Like nearly every place has avocado on toast. Yeah, it's good so. breakfast food. Yeah, but the rarity of it's gone now. You know what I mean? No, it's more rare to just ask for lettuce on toast these days. It is. That's true. More likely to get avocado on toast. But then, why is the avocado so expensive? There's so much of it. Can I have a BLT? They're like, nah, mate. B eighty. Can have a B eighty. Yeah, yeah. Sure. please, <laughs> please take it. <laughs> we got so much avocado. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's been avocado explosion. <laughs> uh, Push Square writes: Discord integration allegedly imminent for PS five. Sony will allegedly bring full Discord integration, including voice chat, to the PS five in the coming months. This follows Xbox manufacturer Microsoft beating PlayStation to the punch, despite the later investing in the social media platform. According to Exputer reporter Tom Henderson, citing sources who previously leaked the DualSense Edge controller, the integration has been in the quality and assurance phase for the past couple of months, with progress reportedly be going very well. Henderson reports that the functionality could be added as part of the next milestone firmware update version 6.00, which is currently being beta tested due out in mid-September. Version 6.00 includes requests for features like game library folders and 1440p output. Uh, I'm looking forward to this because there was a time recently where I can't remember what was doing. Oh, it's just anytime we stream, right? Anytime we anytime we stream, anytime yeah. we stream, this integration is a console. Be yeah, this this will be a life changer for any future. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Explosion Now Extremes, where we're playing a PlayStation multiplayer game. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, and looking for- Tom- oh, my ears looking forward to it, so I can only I only have to wear the one set of headphones. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's hard. <laughs> some people, this is like, a, I don't understand why this is relevant. I, mean, I don't care, but yeah, there's a 
boy, is there a relevance? <laughs> to- yeah. Oh, you want to stream Apex? Yeah, let me open, ju- open Discord on your phone and uh, <laughs> uh, put your headphones on so you can listen to the game music anyway or whatever. So. Listen to the footsteps coming from behind me. Mm-hmm. See, that's why I always get shot on stream because I can't hear the footsteps because I'm listening to you guys. Mm. The- mm. Yeah, it's dulled out because of the headphones. Yeah, let's mm. go with that. Is that your skills? Uh, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, we, this, of course, the rumors of a showcase in the coming. Yeah, it's going to announce so. now tomorrow morning. After if that gets, oh okay, if it's not announced tomorrow morning, uh, it'll be in that showcase. Mm. No, I mean the showcase. Will get or the showcase is getting announced. Yeah. Okay, well, when that announced showcase takes place, this Discord information will be in it. Yeah, that's what I'm assuming. Anyway. Yeah, we're about to hit September. Yeah, time. Time is now. Gamescom just passed. Time is there. PlayStation, last time after E3 period week thing, Sony was like the week after they were like, we're in. You know? We 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 don't want to let the hype die down. We don't want to wait too long. We're in. Stay to play. Let's go. Uh, one thing that wasn't announced at Gamescom, though, that we need to talk about on here quickly as well, DualSense Edge Controller, as that story mentioned. Uh, so it is basically the Xbox Pro Controller but with PlayStation, which is exactly what I wanted. I'm very excited. <laughs> I need to. I don't think any price points being announced yet, but that's totally fine. I'm. I don't really care what the price is. I'm going to buy it. Um. Would you see yourself ever upgrading to one of these Pro DualSense Edge controllers? Or I think so. I haven't bought a second controller yet. Okay, so that's so a lot I mean, easier for you. That's a lot easier justification. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um. So it's just you know, it's like oh, I definitely do need a second controller at some point. Uh. So why not get the best plan possible? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I just would like to have been able to see more of the controller. I think, you know, this trailer is very dim. You, know? you see the front. Let me see what the actual buttons. Give us a full 360. <laughs> you know? Mm. What do the back paddles look like or back buttons? What are the little things sticking out down the bottom? What are they? What do you mean down the bottom? You know, underneath the joysticks. There's like little switch things underneath. Um, are they like the switches for the turbo? It could just be the switches to like unlock the 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 joysticks so you can replace them or whatever. But no, they just lift. If it's like the Xbox, they just lift out and you just lift them off. They're just like magnetic. So we'll see. Could be. Um, but what yeah, do someone, all the switches on the back mean? I don't know. <laughs> the switches on the back, like uh, at the top next to the. No, there's like a bunch, like a bunch of like indent. I don't know. Yeah, that's the that's the going. that's the speed. So that would be the okay. The, oh, sorry, no, that's the like the the tenseness for the the triggers. Oh. So you can you can change it to be you can change the triggers to be like, so you, you just push in and that's all you need, like the tiniest push, or you can make it so like really loose and stuff like that. Or normal. That's, that's that's interesting with especially with the how is that going to work with the the haptics? I have no idea. Triggers, yeah. No, I mean, in the actual dual the controller you know still I mean? has haptics and everything, so yeah, we shall. Uh, but like, obviously, the tension of like the bows and that kind of stuff. Yeah, maybe it disables it. How does that work? Maybe yeah. Don't the window is a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I'll have everything that sort of expect and want um as someone yeah i bet 
only thing is going to wash it with white. <laughs> you know, only white, right? Yeah, I think so. I certainly, yeah. White. Um, yeah, so I know it's a PlayStation show, but so here's the Xbox one for comparison for Ugh. video viewers. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. So, but you see these, I don't know if you can sort of see, these literally just lift off. Like, you don't have to do anything. And then they just like mag- magnetically just sit them back on. So if, if the PlayStation one's anything like this, that's the same. It's good. I assume it's going to be similar. Now, I don't use, I've never used all the parts of the Xbox Pro controller. And I wouldn't use this all of them for the, the DualSense Edge either. Like, not mm-hmm. all of the features. I don't feel like you need to to get everything you need to out of this controller. Like, the, the things I like the most are just the, the back buttons. Uh, the, the, the fact I have, I have changed the, the tension in the back trigger on my Xbox where, between a racing game. Um, cause it's made it easier to sort of, do that. I know mm-hmm. people change it for shooters and maybe even fighting games. I think I've read. Maybe it can be helpful for that sort of thing. But obviously, you find what's best for you. You d- you don't need to suddenly go hectic and be changing the the thumbsticks for every game you're playing and all this sort of gibberish. So, but just having <laughs> having a back back button back. Oh, life changing. Can't miss that. Miss that shit. So I'm excited. Can't wait to get one. Let's go in the PlayStation Productions for this week and kick it off with a little bit about Horizon. Taki writes, early in the summer, summer, summer news broke that Sony was going to bring its sci-fi RPG franchise Horizon Zero Dawn to the small screen via Netflix adaptation. Watching the post-apocalyptic human battle big-ass robot animal sounds like something that could work as both a game and a TV concept. And Sony's eager to test that theory. Um, specifically, Deadline reports that Steve Blackman and Michelle Leverta will handle show-running duties for the series. If you watch Sci-Fi during the 2010s, her name will sound familiar as she created the series Lost Girl, 2010 to 2015, and Killjoys, which ran from 2015 to 2019. As for Blackman, he's currently the showrunner for Netflix's The Umbrella Academy, which was recently announced to be ending with its upcoming fourth season. Horizon is part of an overall multi-year deal Blackman made with Netflix. The his production banner, Irish Cowboy, will serve as co-creator and write for both his and a thriller series called Orbital, from brothers David and Keith Lynch. Um, what, what do you think about the creative heads of uh, the potential Horizon series coming to Netflix? Uh, yeah, it's promising. Obviously, I enjoyed Umbrella Academy. Uh, this was kind of tied in with, you know, the announcement that this next season is going to be the last season, which makes, I guess, makes sense both story-wise for that show and then also leading into them working on this Horizon show. Um, I uh, Killjoys is a show that I've heard positive things about um, and would begin to check out at some point down the road. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it seems like a good fit. Um, and, you know, I think the important thing is with the Umbrella Academy adaption. It's like it wasn't a hundred percent true to the comics. They just did what was best for the show. You know, which is what you have to hope they go and do with Horizon, especially when they're talking about it being uh not necessarily completely Aloy's story and like kind of telling the story of the the humans during the Hero Dawn uh Horizon Zero Dawn project. Um and that kind of stuff, so yeah, I'm I'm positive on this news. <laughs> you know, based on just their track record. So 
Yeah, I am too. I mean, I like, um, I haven't caught up in Umbrella Academy, but I like what I've watched, obviously. Um, I feel like there's a, you know, that show has timeline and uh, time travel. So, time travel. This show yes. has time periods. Switch. <laughs> it's all the same. It's all the same. Um, yeah. It doesn't have robot dinosaurs, but has weird stuff in it. So, yeah, it all adds up. It's, it's all fine. So, um, can, I feel like it's, uh, in good hands, hopefully. So, keen to find out more. Makes me wonder if they'll fast track it. Like, hey, go get Umbrella Academy done. And as soon as that's like, while you're in post on that, you're in pre on this sort of thing. And then you can release Umbrella Academy last season. And this is out like six to eight months later. You know, not like two years later. Maybe. <laughs> I, I mean, they could be reasonably far along. I mean, if they've got ideas of where they want, how they want the show to be. Hmm. I mean... I mean, I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't put past it. It's not unheard of to be in post. I in, still think it won't be till like 2024 at the earliest. Yeah, but still, that's that's probably where I'm thinking. Like, that's still yeah. fast. And that's ambitious, I think, yeah. yeah that's still fast, so. Uh, and then the last story is filming has concluded on uh, Twisted Metal. So, uh, the, the PlayStation Lifestyle writes here that Action Comedy is, of course, set to premiere on Peacock. Oh, well, I think it's will star Anthony Mackie as a wisecracking amnesiac. Scriptwriter Michael Jonathan took to Twitter with the news that Shooting Head wrapped on the first season of Twisted Metal. He celebrated the work of the cast and crew's work with these words, quote, The cast and crew of Twisted Metal was now something special, even with lightning delays, extreme heat, and cars that wouldn't do as they're told. Everyone worked as hard as they could to make sure Twisted Metal kicked as much as possible. The last day of shooting felt like the last day of camp with lots of laughs, a few tears, and ice cream being handed out the back of a sweet troops truck. We all cannot wait for you to see this insane thing we spent our summer shooting. Now to post. I feel like they shot this very quick. It does not feel like weeks ago we were just talking about casting and the potential of this, and now they're done. That's crazy. But, I mean, they could have announced the casting while they were actually shooting. Well, I'm pretty sure they were, but it's just crazy that it's done. No? Like, it's it went from being like, man, I can't believe they're doing this to... <laughs> it's, it's it, it could we could be watching this uh by the start of like next year early next year or some shit i mean that would be the well i think early next year is probably a bit of a stretch yeah i, th- uh, but, I don't think but i mean you could we could but it's more likely like mid next year but. yeah uh i'll put out after last of us i know they're on different um, look to see it's not like got hbo and peacock have got, got talk but it would be silly for them to put it out while last of us I mean, yeah, filming <laughs> began in May and now it's finished here in August. So I guess it depends on how many episodes there were. I'm going to guess um, eight. Obviously, it's TV. Um, no, I don't believe they're like, I think from reports, they're like 20 something minute episodes. So, that, yeah. So, sure yeah, obviously, that doesn't take as long to shoot episodes. Um, but, you know, I assume there's going to be a fair portion of post production work required. Why would you say that? Because they're in cars doing crazy stunts. Yeah, it's all real. They just need to green stuff out. Nah. Instantly fu- yeah. Yeah. Because they're not driving on real roads and like with real traffic and that kind of stuff. So. Crazy. I'm keen for a trailer. I can't wait to see what this thing actually looks like now that they've done. Yeah. Now Samoa Joe can come back and wrestle. Oh, that would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Fendi's ring of, ring of Stay honor. Stay tuned to AEW, am I right? Yeah. No, ring of honor. Ring of Honor. That's where he's got a belt for. But, yeah, but, I mean, there's no Ring of Honor weekly show, is there? No. Exactly. True. 
I wonder if AEW is allowed to promote this when it comes out. Probably not, no. Um, no, because I believe WWE's got the connection to Peacock. That's true. Which this is coming out on. So yeah. it would be a little bit weird. That would be a little bit weird. Damn. I was, I was hoping I could have some, like, he could come to the ring in, like, a clown mask or some shit. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> at this point. All right. Uh, I'll do it. This no, no one more news story. Oh, what the fuck! I missed one. Oh, right, yeah, I forgot you about this one. You added one. Yeah, no, I did say this in the week. I forgot. Good point. Uh, Deadline writes Gravity Rush film based on PlayStation game in works from PlayStation Productions and Scott Free. Uh, so, exclusive PlayStation Productions and Scott Free Productions have launched development of Gravity Rush, film based on a 2012 action adventure video game of the same name, which Anna Maestro, Secret Society of uh, Secret Born Royals, is attached to direct by a script by Emily Jerome. Pinoticon. The open world PlayStation video game developed by Japan Studios Project Siren and published worldwide by Sony Computer Entertainment has players controlling Cat, Cat an amnesiac with the ability fucking an amnesiac fucking ripping off twisted metal um, with the ability to manipulate gravity who uses her powers to defend the floating community of Hexville from gravity storms and a mysterious race of monsters known as Nevi. It's not yet clear who will produce the Gravity Rush film. And while PlayStation Productions falls under the Sony umbrella, it's similarly unclear whether this pick will be distributed by the studio. Uh, yeah, I don't. What do you? What do you? What do you think? Random. I feel. Yeah, I mean, I kind of put it in the same bucket as uh, Days Gone. I guess you know, this property that they're not really doing anything in the games world anymore, uh, to the extent where they kind of close the studio that made the Gravity Rush games. Uh, but, you know, I guess, you know, again, this is a case of, you're like, introducing it to a new audience. Um, it sounds like the director is mostly from television, so I think it's not like they're getting somebody big to make it. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, it just seems like... At this point, it seems like, hey, we've got this IP. Does somebody want to do something with it? There's a random pool. I know, like, people love the game, the franchise. Shout out to Drew from House of Mario. But, yeah. Um, it is like, yeah, I, the second one came out years and years and years ago. It's um, long dormant, long dead. And even then, it wasn't a popular thing. And it's an anime game. Like, it's anime. Like, it's not, like, I can't even picture how you make this into a movie. I cannot even begin to picture how you make this into a movie. I can picture how you make this into an animated movie, not a live action movie. Well, first thing you do is you set it in a Western <laughs> city. Then, you know, she has gravity powers. That's your, uh... That's it. All right. Solve problem. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know very little about Gravity Rush, so... Yeah. I played the first one. I never played the second one. And I can barely remember what I played in the first one because it was, like, what, over 10 years I mean, ago. the I think it's pretty, you know, the basic building blocks are there. Young girl gets powers, fights evil monsters, mm. you know? Let's go to appeal to a certain segment of the audience, even if it doesn't necessarily is true to the video games. Uh, there's going to be an audience that would be interested in watching that. Yeah, sure. All right. Now that'll do it for this week's episode of... Well, wait, no. Platinum Explosion. Actually, I did want to shout out. I got that Call of the Lame Platinum. I show you. Shout the, out the, the Call of the Lame. No, they patched it. You can yeah, do the trophy. They patched it. I don't know if you... <laughs> have you played it since it's been patched? <laughs> Did you have a thing where you only had like six people who could go into your temple 
when you're doing rituals and stuff? Uh, or yes, small I was aware. Amount of people? Yeah, and that was a bug. I saw them tweet about that or whatever. That was a bug. Yeah. When I went and replayed it, I'm like, oh, I'll do some rituals to like boost everybody's thing. There was like 20 people came in. That would have made that makes this game much easier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like now you can like kill people, you can sacrifice people much easier before you know they die. You know, because you've got everybody coming into the same place. Or you can sacrifice dissenters when they are dissenting against you. Um, how hard was it to Incredible. find the uh, what's more called? Oh, I think because I'd gotten to the end game, it was like one run and I got five snail shells. Are they just random or what like the yeah, it's random. It's in two of the zones, like the first two that you unlock. They just show up randomly. But yeah, they just appeared very quickly. Again, because I'm pretty sure it's like I banked up the randomness, I guess, or whatever. You banked up the randomness. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure there was a certain about in the back end, there's a certain amount of rooms you have to unlock, do before you, know, you get a snail. So yeah, love that plat. Get it. It's good. Great game. Cold lamb. Proud of you. Good job. You too can earn a platinum trophy. Now. Now. Now you can earn a platinum trophy. <laughs> By heading over to explosionhub.com slash support, we can donate as little as a dollar to help keep the show, the mic, and the website going. Of course, if you want to let us know your thoughts on anything we talked about this week, head to explosionhub.com slash Twitter or explosionhub.com slash Discord to find our Twitters or join our Discord. Things there. And until next week, remember, every trophy counts. <laughs>